welcome to the Physiatry Podcast. This is where we talk about physical medicine, rehabilitation, pain management, traumatic brain injury, and sports medicine all in one. We focus on delivering the best unbiased information to our audience. Welcome to podcast number 11. I am your host, Dr. Avinash Ramchandani. Today we have a special on coronavirus and chronic pain. Specifically, how do we deal with pain and how does our pain react to a natural disaster or in this case a pandemic? I'm extremely excited to have another special guest either next week or the week after, Dr. Mark Shapiro. He's an esteemed colleague of mine. He's a hospitalist at the Santa Rosa Memorial Hospital. He's also the host of Explore the Space podcast, which is an excellent podcast and it can get you a lot of great information about anything in medicine. He really explores different topics. Before we get too deep into the podcast, there are a couple announcements I wanted to make. One is that I have a new Patreon page, patreon.com slash the physiatry podcast again patreon.com the physiatry podcast we have new gold platinum diamond and premier k patrons and anybody that wants to donate money towards the physiatry podcast i will use this towards getting better equipment and if you donate i will be able to give you live streams fan requests patron shout outs All the proceeds will either go towards the podcast or anything left over will go towards a charitable organization, which I haven't decided yet, but it will likely be the American Cancer Society. If anybody has any questions, comments, or wants to suggest a society or something that you would like to donate to from the Patreon page, please email me at info at painlessnx.com. You can also send me a message on Facebook, the Physiatry Podcast, or Instagram, or Twitter. My Twitter handle is at paindoc2012. And today's medical myth is going to be again about the coronavirus. I really want to make sure that everybody understands about what things are myths and what things are truths about the coronavirus because it could really save your life. So here we go with medical myth. Since COVID-19 has been in the forefront of our news, our headlines, and everything else, I really wanted to beat this topic down and give you some more medical myths because there have been some raging myths out there. Number one, myth number one, hair dryers can kill the novel coronavirus. Hot air can help the coronavirus die, but guess what? Blow dryers or increasing the room temperature to help prevent spread of coronavirus will not happen. That type of heat does not help kill coronavirus. Myth number two, hot, humid climates do protect you from COVID-19. Well, evidence to date actually shows that COVID-19 can be transmitted everywhere. So climate is not a factor. Number three, mosquitoes can spread COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Mosquitoes can spread some viruses, but they do not spread 
coronaviruses. This is a respiratory virus. It is spread by aerosols in your mouth. There is some evidence that it may be spread through fecal to oral matter. Yes, it sounds disgusting, but people sometimes use dirty hands when they are making food or other things. And yes, their hands may be slightly contaminated with fecal matter and that's how some viruses do get transmitted like hepatitis that is one way it gets transmitted ibuprofen can be made worse or can make covid19 worse there was some evidence early on there was something a report from the french ministry of health that showed that ibuprofen may exacerbate coronavirus infection but there is evidence now that that is not the case Myth number five, older people are at risk for the coronavirus and only older people. That is not true. Older people are more at risk for getting extremely sick and dying, but younger adults can still get infected and still get severe infection. In fact, 10% of all of the intubated people in the United States were under the age of 40. So let me repeat that. 10% of the people in the United States that were intubated, they had a tube down their throat, were under the age of 40. This virus is nothing to laugh about. If you are under the age of 40 and not practicing social distancing, practice social distancing. It will help eradicate this virus. Have you ever realized during times of anxiety or excess excitement that pain can actually get much worse? There are times when we have these excitements or anxieties that are more localized. For example, in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina in 2005, thousands of cancer patients got their treatments disrupted. Many records were lost and many did not know what their treatment protocol or where they were in it. Some didn't even know what type of cancer they had. This all caused their medications and everything else to get disrupted, which caused their cancer treatments to undeniably fail a lot of the time. Now, these same things can happen with heart conditions, diabetes, kidney failure, AIDS, high blood pressure, COPD, multiple sclerosis, etc. But one of the biggest things with patients in chronic pain is not only are there issues getting worse because of the anxiety, their pain actually gets worse but they also lose their treatment protocol. They lose the ways that they're normally treated and they may even lose their doctors. And in times of crisis, this can become even a bigger issue. When we think about patients with pain, they may be leaving in a hurry. For example, if there's a hurricane coming, they're leaving in a hurry, they forgot their pain medicines, and then they can't get their pain medicines at the next place that they go to. These same things can happen during times of stress or during natural disasters. Now, during this current natural disaster, or this pandemic, which is really a huge global natural disaster with COVID-19, patients in pain are often overlooked or they're not able to get their normal treatment because of what is going on. Now, many of the hospitals have 
stopped doing elective procedures and a lot of times pain procedures are considered elective or the most elective in most cases hospitals and hospital systems don't understand pain patients and don't understand how critical or vital it is for these patients to get their treatments so they stay out of the emergency rooms and during these times also stay out of physicians offices Another very important thing to discuss is that during times of uncertainty and during times of natural disaster, patients can oftentimes revert to problems that they've had in the past. For example, someone that has had a problem with alcoholism or addiction can become more of a problem when we are going through a time of crisis. Disruption of these normal routines that patients that have had a prior addiction issue or a prior drinking issue or any sort of issue like that causes the patients to go back into their old habits easily. And this can be an issue with things like COVID-19 where patients are not being seen at their doctor's offices or they are not being seen at their pain doctor's offices or any of those. So those are some vital things to remember. Now, how do we take care of these things and how do you as the pain patient avoid going through any of these issues? say if this was an issue in the past, or if you're currently having pain issues, what do you do during this time to avoid making your pain symptoms worse, or how do you avoid this from happening in the first place? I live in Northern California where we have earthquakes, so I have an emergency kit always ready with a gallon of water per person per day. There are four people in my household, so I have four gallons of water ready to go. I have non-perishable food, flashlights, batteries, candles, matches, a first aid kit, battery powered, everything. I have a generator. I have all this stuff ready to go at any time period. I think this is vital for anybody that is living in an area that can have a natural disaster. That means everybody, by the way, anybody throughout the world can have a natural disaster anytime. I recommend to have an emergency kit ready to go anytime, just in case you need a place to stay. You should have a tent. You should have other stuff in there that can be put up in a jiffy. That way you are ready to go for this. Now, earthquakes can happen anywhere. Tornadoes can happen anywhere, believe it or not. Another important thing for chronic pain patients and other patients that take regular medicines, everybody should have a three-day supply of all medications and medical supplies that may be needed. Now, this is a little bit more difficult in chronic pain because prescription medications cannot be obtained from pharmacies in much more advance than the exact time needed for chronic pain if you're taking opioids. At the same time, it's recommended to have medications ready to go at any point in time in your emergency kit. Sometimes there are situations where you are getting opioids and you have to relocate in a jiffy. They do have areas where they can get 
guest dosing, I'd say that in quotes, where you can get some dose of medications in a hurry in an emergency somewhere else. Now, this may be a chronic pain clinic. If you're in a chronic pain clinic, there may be a chronic pain clinic where you're going that may have this arranged with your chronic pain clinic. So if you are going anywhere or if you are, if you know where you're going to go, in the event of a disaster, you should have this arranged with your chronic pain clinic ahead of time. Remember that there could be a widespread power outage during certain natural disasters, such as hurricanes. When provided with advance notice, you should make sure that everything's charged. When you don't have advance notice, make sure you have batteries, make sure you can charge your devices with a generator or with your car or with something like that and have your charging cables ready to go in the car. Now I have these ready to go all the time because I charge my phone everywhere. In any case, you should also have a support network. It's important to talk to family, friends, and neighbors so this backup plan can be created and they know what your backup plan is. Now individuals should consider providing a house key to a trusted person as well You can also have Bluetooth access to your house with a Bluetooth key or number access to your house with a number key. There are a bunch of ways to get access and have someone have emergency access to your house in this day and age. Remember also to know where you're going to go and if there are mobility issues with yourself or your spouse or someone in the household that you should research a handicapped accessible shelter in the area in advance and know where to go if there is an emergency. In Northern California, where I live, we have an app called MyShake. This app will give us advance notice if there's an earthquake that we would feel and we need to drop and hold. For example, there was an earthquake that was a little bit far away and we weren't gonna feel it, but the app still warned me that we might feel it, so duck and cover. This was about a week ago. Now, there are other things that you should subscribe to. If you're in California, there is a emergency tech system called the Nixle, N-I-X-L-E. You can look this up and Nixle alerts are available. And if there are any emergencies in the area, you can get an alert through Nixle. They will text you and let you know where to go and what to do or what type of alert is going on. These alerts were extremely useful during the time of the 2019 Kincaid fire, which was approximately five to 10 miles from my house. Also during the 2017 North Bay wildfires, which were, believe it or not, two miles on either side of my house. And those fires, it was very important to know exactly which areas were being evacuated and where to go and how to get to places. So wherever you do live in the world, I request you to find out more about your emergency and your disaster preparedness. This will cause less anxiety and actually cause you to have less pain when you are having a disaster that happens. We all go through these things. I've been through now, let's see, in 2017, we had fires that I evacuated the house at about 
1.30 in the morning, even though I didn't have to. And 2018, we had a lot of smoke, luckily no fires nearby. 2019, we had fires and power outages here. And now 2020, we've had the COVID-19 pandemic where I've had to stay in the house and do a lot of phone consults for patients. And unfortunately, this has disrupted all of our lives, not just yours, not just mine's. There have been many people that have lost their lives during this pandemic. We have to remember them. As I am recording this, now this is Monday night. It is about 11 o'clock. This episode is going to be released in a couple hours here. So these numbers will be pretty accurate depending on when you're listening to this. But in the United States right now, we have 48,438 confirmed cases of COVID-19 and overall throughout the world we have over 380,000 cases of COVID-19. Now in the United States we've only had 43 deaths according to this and in China they've had 3,281 deaths of which 3,160 were in the Hubei province and in Italy, they've had over 6,000 deaths now and 63,000 cases of COVID-19. So just to explain that this is not trivial. Again, this is a major disaster. And I know that people have gotten very stressed about it. And this is a truly global disaster where wherever you've been and wherever you are in the world, you've been touched by this in some way or another. For example, we've had a shelter in place. We can't go to parks starting tomorrow. They've shut down all the local state parks and regional parks where we can't even step foot into them. Otherwise, we will be arrested or something or the other. And we're supposed to stay at home, take local walks. In any case, we've all been affected. If you've been affected and want to drop me a line, that would be wonderful. Again, info at painlessnx.com. I would love to hear about how you've been affected and what you are doing to cope during this time of stress and this pandemic of COVID-19. I would especially like to hear if you have chronic pain and what you are doing now after hearing about this stressful situation. I'd also like to hear if you've had chronic pain and you've had any other stressful situations like a natural disaster, an earthquake, or the fires here in the North Bay, which I've heard tons about from my patients. But anybody else that wants to tell me something about that, I would love to hear about it. Thank you again. This is Dr. Avinash Ramchandani. I am your host of the Physiatry Podcast. This is podcast number 11. Please visit my Patreon page. Please visit me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Again, my Twitter handle is paindoc2012. You can find me at the Physiatry Podcast everywhere else. Thank you. Have a good week. Remember to socially distance yourself and stay at home. I hope to hear you all or see you all next week. Thank you again for listening to the Physiatry Podcast. Podcast.